M A I N M U M U Main Menu Main Menu Welcome to Main Menu for August 5th, 2011. I'm Jamie Pauls. This week, Mary Emerson tells us about SkyDrive and SD Explorer, a service from Microsoft that is similar to Dropbox. Then, Daryl Shandro of Blind Access Journal demonstrates VizWiz, a remote assistance app for iOS devices such as the iPhone. That's all coming up on this edition of Main Menu. Hearing from you, the listener, is very important to us here at Main Menu. You can send us feedback by emailing mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. Would you like to know what's happening on Main Menu and possibly interact with other listeners as well? To join the Main Menu Friends mailing list, send a blank message to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. To join an announce-only list where you can learn about all of the programming on ACB Radio, send a blank message to announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's announce-subscribe at acbradio.org. If you would like to interact with other ACB Radio listeners, send a blank message to friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. You can follow Main Menu on Twitter by visiting www.twitter.com mainmenu. That's www.twitter.com mainmenu. Finally, you can call the Main Menu comment line at 206-339-0954. That's 206-339-0954. Hi, I'm Chase Crispin from the Main Menu production team. I am here today to invite you, the listener, to submit to Main Menu. Do you have a device, a program, an accessible game, a website, an accessible appliance, or anything else that you would like to tell the rest of the Main Menu listeners about? If so, you are very welcome and encouraged to submit to Main Menu. To submit to Main Menu, please first email mainmenu at acbradio.org to see if we think your piece would be suitable for Main Menu. Next, please record your piece. Please speak as clearly as possible. If applicable, slow down your software speech. Eliminate any background noise, such as other people talking, a TV or a radio that does not need to be on, a loud fan, or any other unnecessary background noise. Please record your piece in as high of a quality as possible. If you need your piece edited but are unable to edit it, please contact one of us on the production team and we would be happy to edit the piece for you. Contact the production team at mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also contact the production team by going to mainmenu.acbradio.org and clicking on the staff link. If you have control over how you record, we prefer that you record in WAVE or MP3 format at 128 kbps, 44.1 kilohertz. However, if you are unable to do this, please record in as high of a quality as possible. If you recorded another sample or bitrate, or in a different format, we would be happy to take care of the conversion for you. Please email mainmenu at acbradio.org to see how to get the piece to us and when it will air. We thank you for your continued interest and support in Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing you on the show.
Hi everybody, this is Mary Emerson and I'm going to talk to you about SkyDrive and a lovely little application which is free if you don't want all of the functions and not free if you want the more advanced version which will allow you to work with files bigger than 50 meg but you cannot send an email link to a file that's bigger than 50 meg. That's one of the limitations of SkyDrive. And we'll let you do one or two other things. I got into this because you could have 25 gig of free disk space. SkyDrive itself is free. I went out and got a Windows Live ID because I never had done it when I got Windows Live Mail initially a few weeks ago. And that process isn't that hard. I wrote down the steps so that I can talk you through it. And getting SkyDrive to work is another story. SkyDrive is kind of like Dropbox, but it's not as immediate. For example, if you want to upload a file, it takes a while, at least for me, because I have a slow DSL connection. You can share files with other people, but you have to give SkyDrive permission to do that. There are three categories of sharing for some folders, not for all of them. For my documents, you can only use them privately. But the three categories are just me, my friends and their friends, or everyone. And I have my public folder set to my friends and their friends. That means I, or they, can give an invitation to the people that they want to share the files with, and the other person has to log in to the SkyDrive site and accept the invitation. There's no way to do it through the shareware that I mentioned. And the files are not kept on a public server, but they are in the cloud, which is not something I'm really excited about. To use SkyDrive, you have to have a Windows Live ID. People that you send files to don't necessarily have to have a Windows Live ID if you're just sending a link through an email. But the files have to be placed in a folder that has permission. If you have the files in a folder that is only for your friends, then only the friends that you specify will see the file. And if you have the files in a folder with permission for only you to see the files, then only you will be able to access them. As I said, there is a 50 meg file size limit. To get started with SkyDrive, or actually to get a live ID, you first have to go to http colon slash slash, and there's no www, http colon slash slash home, H-O-M-E dot live, L-I-V, is in Victor E dot com. So it's just home.live.com. And I haven't had too much luck using IE8 with this particular site or with the SkyDrive Live.com site. So I have had to use Firefox for this. And there is a captcha at the end of the sign up procedure for a live account ID. And this live ID can be used either to get into one of the programs that Microsoft offers or if you sign up with 
a name that has live.com at the end or hotmail.com at the end, then you actually have access to Hotmail, which is a web email program. And I don't plan to use that particularly because I happen to like my own particular email address. But this address is also your live ID. So you get both a free email account and you get a live ID. I have set up my live mail account so that it sees both the live.com account and also my Mary Emerson at SBC Global account. And the SBC Global account is my main email account, but I can at least keep track of what's going on with the live email account. Even though I'm not using it, there are things that are sent to that account. Usually it's just junk mail, and I can just keep that inbox cleared out. You go to http colon slash slash home dot live dot com. It comes up with a page that has sign up near the top. You push enter on that, and that comes up with a page that includes a place to type in your new email address before the part that has the at sign. So once you type in the name of your email, then you tab once. You have a choice of either live or hotmail, and you arrow up or down to the item that you want. If you choose to, you can apparently use your regular email address. However, you don't get all of the functions that using Live or Hotmail would give you. And the trouble with that is that Microsoft does not tell you what you're missing out on if you just use your regular email address. Once you choose your domain name, there is a button that says Check Availability, and you push Enter on that, and you start looking around on the screen, and it will tell you whether or not that particular email address is available for use. And if it is, then a password window comes up. And the minimum is six characters case sensitive for your password. And after you type that in, you have a choice of either answering some security questions so that if you get stuck and you don't have your password or you forgot it or whatever, then you just answer your security questions and it will send you a password somehow or maybe it will just display it online or something but what I did was that they have an option for the alternate email address and I just typed in my regular email address not the hotmail or live address but the one that I use for everything else and this is the place where they will send you your password if you don't want to deal with security questions that way you can reset your password. And then they ask you for your first name, your last name, your country, your state, your zip code, your gender, the year of your birth, and then you get down to the CAPTCHA. There is an audio option, but it's not very accessible. I used WebVism, and it solved it quite easily. Once you get it into your clipboard with WebVism or whatever, then you type it into the edit box, and there's an I accept button that you press enter on to get past it. And that's really about all there is to it. 
eventually it comes up with your email account and you have one message that says, welcome to live mail or hotmail or whatever it says. I forgot. So that's pretty much all there is to signing up with a live ID. Now the second step is getting into SkyDrive and... To get there, you go to http colon slash slash, and all the rest of this is lowercase s-k-y-d-r-i-v, as in Victor, e dot live dot com. And once you're there, there's a little accessibility problem I discovered, because you don't really see anything that specifically says sign in. There's a sign in, but it's not really clickable. And what you see, and I'm using Firefox for this because it works better than IE8, is a graphic that has your live ID. And below that is that same word in plain text. I pressed enter on the graphic that had my email address. And that was my .live.com email address. I did not have an accessible website, and it couldn't get in. And then I backed out of that, and I was actually logged in. So it's a little challenging to get into SkyDrive, but eventually you do get in there. You can tab around and arrow around and look at all your different options. You get 25 gig of space. And I discovered that I did not have any folders except for my documents. I don't know if this was just the way it was set up at the factory, when my PC was set up, or what, but I thought you were supposed to get photos, which I would never use, and public, and maybe one or two other things, but unfortunately I just had my documents, and that was it. I decided, well, I'll see if I can create a folder. So I created a folder... And the default access was just for me. I couldn't figure out how to change anything. And a couple of days previous, I had found a little program. It was mentioned in one of the books that I was reading, which is Windows 7, The Missing Manual. This program is called SD Explorer with a capital E on the first E. That's to separate the word SD and explore, even though the two words are written together. And that's E-X-P-L-O-R-E-R is the second word. What this does is it will put SkyDrive directly into your Windows Explorer folder list. So let's say you've got a C drive and a D drive, and you don't have an E drive. Well, when you open Windows Explorer, or in my case, I use computer, which is sort of like my computer, which is why I like it so much, I would have my C drive, I would have my D drive, and if SD Explorer is installed, I would have SD Explorer as a drive following my D drive. And I'm not into grouping things by drive type, so I've turned that off. So it looks very much like my computer did in XP. Once you press enter on SD Explorer for the first time, 
you log in by typing your email address and your password. This is your live or your hotmail. And then there are two check boxes. One says, remember my information. And the other says, remember my password. And then you tab over to the login button, sign in, whatever it says. Another thing that it does is it checks for updates. And if there's an update, it will tell you where to get it. You have to use your JAWS or mouse cursor to find the button that says check here to get to the website and get the update. And since I have a braille display, I use one of the routing buttons to check here because I can put the routing button on the H of here and it will go to the site. It will take a little while. It's got to go out and log you in and probably scan the drive to make sure there's no virus software, malware, whatever, and then you're in for the rest of your PC session unless you're forced off for whatever reason or until you reboot or you turn the PC off. There are some things that you can do with SD Explorer that are challenging to do on the web, and I'm going to show you what they are. I'm running Windows 7 Home Premium with JAWS 12, and this is a 64-bit system. And I'm going to push Enter on Computer. Computer, items, view, multi-select, list box, not selected, gateway, C, local disk, one of the I'm going to push S. SD Explorer. And here we are. I'm going to push Enter. And we're waiting for it. It's coming up. 9%. I thought that I had accessed this, but maybe it just takes its time coming 27%. up. 27%. Here we go. And I have two folders in here. One is my documents, and the other one is the other folder that I created. What I'm going to do is just show you the menus. And first of all, I'm going to push the context menu, which is the application key, the third to the right of the space bar, and show you what we have in here. Context menu, new submenu. Under new. Folder. That's about it. So I'm going to push left arrow. New submenu. Down arrow. About SD Explorer. New submenu. Okay, view. Let's push right arrow. Extra large icons. Large icons. This is just a standard view. Medium icon. Small icon. List. Details checked. Tiles. Content. Left arrow. New submenu. Down arrow. Sort by submenu. And this is the usual sort by, group by submenu. and group by, refresh. and refresh, paste unavailable. I don't have anything in this folder. Paste, paste shortcut unavailable, undo move control Z, new submenu. Okay, let's get out of here. The folder that I created was public. So I'm going to get out of this. Leaving menus, SD Explorer, items view, multi-select list box. Okay, I'm going to arrow down to public. Public. And I'm going to right arrow, and I do have something in this folder. Context menu, share with submenu. Now, this is different because, as I said, I have set this up somewhat differently. 
and this is share with. I'm going to right arrow and show you what we can do with that. And this is the part of the online site that I couldn't get to, but here it is. It's right here. Right arrow. Everyone, my friends and their friends. I'm just down arrowing here. Just me. Share with submenu. Okay, left arrow to get out. Change folder type submenu. And in folder type, right arrow. Documents checked. Favorites. Photos. Documents checked. Left arrow. Change folder type submenu. Down arrow. Download as. Zip file. Copy shortcut. And this will only work with files that are 50 meg or less. Open. Open a new window. Cut. Copy. Create shortcut. Delete. Rename. Properties. Share with submenu. Sharing with your friends is going to let you choose who you're going to share it with. But you can only do that on the site itself. You can't do it with this software. Let's get out of the menu. Leaving menus. SD Explorer. Items view. Multi-select list box. Public. Document. I'm going to show you what the menus are in the menu bar. And these are similar to what you would normally find. I'm going to push Alt. Menu bar. File. Edit. View. Tools. Help. Under File, we have a lot of what we saw in the context menu. Context menu about SD Explorer. And this is great if you get a license. You can get a license. They have two different types of licenses actually. They have the single PC license which is around $15 and they have the single user license which essentially means you can put it on any PCs that you want to but you're the owner of the license so you can use it with more than one PC and that's the one that I got. Normally it's about 26 27 bucks and I got it for 19.95 cuz I had it on special until April 30th. And maybe if you hear this after April 30th you will get to take advantage of another special offer. I hope so cuz this is a really really cool program. Anyway, this was about SD Explorer. And if I press enter on this, it will give me my license number and all that stuff. When you open up SD Explorer for the first time, you get a reminder that this is indeed a trial copy and you get five days to use it before you purchase it. And in order to read that full notice, you have to turn on your mouse cursor or your JAWS cursor and at the end you have a choice of purchasing it or continuing it or canceling out the program and if you don't have a license yet you can just press the continue button but as I said you can't really read that at least I couldn't until I turned on the JAWS cursor and used my braille display that's how the license works share with submenu and we have the usual share with again which we've been through before Change folder type submenu. So a lot of this is what we've already seen. Download as. I'm, zip ju file. I'm just down arrowing here. Copy shortcut. Open. Open a new window. Create shortcut. Delete. Rename. Properties. Close. New submenu. The edit menu. Menu bar. File. Edit. And this is your standard edit menu. It doesn't have too much exciting about it. And then to the right of that is view. view. And we have menu status bar, extra large icons, 
Large icons, medium icons, small icons, list, details, check tiles, content, sort by submet, group by sub, choose details, go to submenu, refresh. Your standard stuff here. To the right of that is the tools. Map network drive. We have the usual tools, which is map network drive and... Disconnect network drive, open sync center, folder options, map network drive. And then to the right of that we have help, and that's it. And I'm going to push Alt to get out. Leaving menus, SD Explorer, items view, multi-select. Okay, and then I'm going to push Alt F4 to get out of computer. So that's how this works. It's a neat program. It's a neat setup. Just keep in mind that there is a limit on the size of the files that you can send. This is not an instant transfer. It's not as convenient as some other services like Dropbox, but at the same time, it's there to use. It's not an FTP site and you do get warned to be careful what you put up there. 25 gig of space is more than you ever got with the free version of Dropbox so it's worth it. I hope some of this has been of use and has been helpful and if you have any questions or comments you can email me at maryemerson at sbcglobal.net. Thank you for listening and bye for now. While you listen to Main Menu, do you ever think, I would sure like to hear about this, or I wish somebody would talk about this topic, and is it a topic that you can't talk about because you don't have that device or piece of software? If so, you should add what you want to hear to our Main Menu Ideas database. To do this, please visit mainmenu.acbradio.org. Click on the Create Account link and fill out the form to create an account. Creating an account takes only a few seconds and is completely free. Once you have an account, please click on the link that says Segment Ideas and fill out the form to request a new idea. You can also click on the link that says Request This Idea to say that you are also interested in seeing this idea. Please add as many ideas as possible to the Segment Ideas database, and we will do our best to assure that what you suggest appears on Main Menu. If you have any questions, please email mainmenu at acbradio.org. Thank you for your continued interest and support in ACB Radio and in Main Menu. This is the Blind Access Journal podcast for Tuesday, May 31st, 2011. On this episode of the podcast, I'm going to demonstrate a brand new iOS app that just came out yesterday. Seems to have been uh, approved and released by Apple on Memorial Day. That's right. It's called VizWiz. V-I-Z-W-I-Z. VizWiz is an awesome new app that lets you get sighted help with various things. The way it does that is you take a picture of the object that you need some kind of help with, then you speak a question, and that photo of that object and the question goes to a bunch of people out on the internet who will try to assist you with the thing that you need help with, whatever that whatever that may be. It's pretty pretty straightforward. It's um, we call it a remote assistance app, and it really is that. 
Uh, I will show you. I'm in the kitchen of my house here, and I'm going to take. I'm just going to take a few things out and snap photos of them, and um, and you'll see what it what it does. So, okay, so I'm going to double tap on VizWiz from my home screen. I don't have it in a folder yet on my iPhone. So, so that's what you hear when it starts. Use the camera button to take a new photo. VizWiz works on the iPhone 3GS, iPhone 4, iPod Touch 4th generation, and iPad 2. Those are currently the only devices that have a built-in camera. You have to have one of those devices in order to use VizWiz. Okay, I'm going to um, okay. So let's um, take this bottle I have on my counter here, and I'll take the phone. I'm going to hold the phone and line it up with this bottle, and then I'm going to move it off to the left uh, uh, just a bit uh, because the camera is sort of uh, the camera's on the right hand side of the phone so I move it away about six inches and the phone off to the left a little bit I double tap the camera, camera button camera record a question back button so now it Please says record a question. question use the record button to record a new question so I'm going to flick to the right back there's the back button, record button, and there's the record button, Start and that's all you have. So I'm going to record the question, and when I'm done speaking, I'm going to double tap. VoiceOver will not be available when I do the second double tap. So I'm going to double tap. What is this? And the phone vibrated when I double tap the first time to start the recording. Your answer sources and upload your question to the web. So now I can select my sources. I'm going to flick to the right. Web workers, switch button, on. Web workers is selected. IQ engines, switch button, on. And IQ engines. Tab to toggle setting. Tab to select an actor. So web web workers is a service that provides people who will answer questions for VizWiz. It's a human intervention, essentially. So the question and the picture of the object goes to someone who tries to answer it and types an answer back, which we will discuss later. IQ engines. Tap to select an IQ engine. There's IQ Switch engines. And that um, IQ engines is uh, essentially Omobi. Those of you who have heard of Omobi will know this. Um, if not, then it's a two-step process. So the picture of the object is sent to IQ engines, and the first thing they do is try to compare it against a database of objects that they already know about. If they can't identify it that way, then they go out and they do crowds, crowdsourcing and they do something similar to web workers and they try to get the answer. Now, I believe that the IQ engines people are going to um, just get the picture. It's not going to see your question. So the answers that you get uh, from them might not be as relevant depending on what it is you need. Flicking to the right again. Tap to select an address. Text field. Twitter. Switch button. On. Okay, so, so this tap, tap to select, to select an address. Text field. 
text field. To That's to email your uh, question to somebody, like email it to a friend or a colleague, and that would email the question in the picture. Twitter, switch button on. And Twitter, you can double use Twitter as a source. And uh, I have it on. I'm going to turn it off because I'm not actually using Twitter, it. Switch button off. So I just double tapped it. I, you, you can double tap these, the names of these sources, and it will toggle them on or off, as the case may be. Um, if you turn on Twitter and then you provide VizWiz with your Twitter username and password, then um, the question and the pick will be posted to your Twitter account and all your followers will know what it is that you're wanting to find out about. So that could be good or bad. It could become spammy to the rest of your Twitter followers, especially if you use this app a lot. Flicking to the right again. Back button. We have a back Record button. A new question. Send button. Upload your question to the web. And there you go. If you press the send button, then it uploads your question to the web. So I'm going to double tap send. Please wait while your question is sent. Okay. We're waiting. And this doesn't normally take as long. I'm just explaining the process as I go. View okay. answers. So we view have... View answers as they arrive. And you can view the answers as they arrive. So I'm going to flick to the right. Back button. There's our back button. Select new answers in progress. In progress. Back button. Select new answer sources. So you kind of have to uh, explore this screen uh, occasionally every few seconds. So I'm flicking around. View answers. View new answers as they arrive. Okay, so I flick to the left, flicking to the right Back. again. Button. In progress. New answers it, available. It says, in progress, new answers available. Back. But the camera is too close to tell. View answers. The camera is the too camera close is too to tell. Back. Button. In progress. The camera is too... View answers. The camera is too close to tell. Web worker. Okay. Back. But in progress. So one of the web workers says this the is not good. Answers. Camera's too close. Back. So this but time I'm going to make this a little faster. I know. I know that the back button web is um, is in the Double lower left corner setting. of the screen. So I selected the back button. I'm going to do that again. Back button. Double tap that. Record a question. Back. And do it one button. more time. Take a new. Take a photo. Camera button. And then we're back to the first step, the camera step, and I'm going to, um, what I'm going to do is I also know that the camera button, camera button. Camera is button. on the bottom of the screen. Take Looks a like a camera. large button that's on the left and the right. Take a new photo. Um, you know, it goes across the bottom of the screen. So very easy to reach, uh, that button. Makes sense since it's a key factor in all this. So I'm going to pull this apart again. I've, I've got the camera lined up with the bottle. I've got both of them in my hand. The bottle's in my right hand. The, cam the phone is in my left. Pull them about six inches apart and move the phone slightly to the left. Camera. Record a question. Use the record button to record a new question. Okay, I'm going to, in the lower right corner of the screen, Record. I have uh -huh. the record Stop button. Stop recording a question. Double tap. What is this? And then just double tap it again to stop recording. Select sources and send. Select your and answer sources and upload your question. I'm not changing my sources, so I'm going to hit the send button, which is also, again, in the right, lower right-hand corner of the screen. Send button. Please wait while your question is sent. 
Okay. We are waiting. Oh, sir, normally this process is a little more reliable. Um, I may just be off a little bit. It is very, very important to use uh, good camera technique. Uh, I have the iPhone 4, so my camera has the... Um, new answers available. It has, and it tells you new answers available. My camera has the flash, uh, you know, with the LED and the flash, and it also has autofocus. So if you have an iPod Touch 4 or an iPhone 3GS or an iPad 2, you're not going to have all those features that the iPhone 4 currently has. Hopefully one of these days. Flicking to the right. Blurry. iPengines. I think it's a honey bear. Web worker. I think it's a honey bear, so we're getting closer. Okay. It is. Uh, IQ Engines says blurry. Doesn't like it. So it is. This is a this is a uh, bottle of honey. Um, that probably that was a kind of an available. obvious one. I think it's a honey bear. Honey bottle. Web honey, worker. honey bottle. Another a web worker says it's a honey bottle. That. So you've honey got bottle. one, two, three answers. answers. Two of which are good, and one of which is bad. You know, well, it's not bad. It's not wrong. It's just uh, blurry. They didn't. Blurry. I think it's honey back. Honey I blurry. So I that's imagine. awesome, right? We know what it is. We don't know exactly the brand and all that. Uh, if we wanted to know that, we might need to take a few more pictures of it, or we might need to, um, you know, figure out, uh, you know, using another device. So let me take a can. I'm going to take a can. I'm going to try positioning this differently with the tab down towards the uh, counter. Hold it in place on the top. Putting the phone on it. I'm going to go back. doing the back thing here. Select sources. Back. Button. Back. Button. I think Take a photo. some things are needed and I have some commentary. I have some commentary about this app, but I will save that till later. Camera. Okay, so I just flick to the right to get to the camera photo. button. So I'm going to pull up on it. I have the camera. I have the can now with the tab. It's one of those pop top cans. The tab is pointing down towards the counter, and the can is in place. I have my right hand holding onto the can. The phone is uh, oriented so that. The uh, it's the can is horizontal and the phone is oriented horizontally, with the camera against the you know the bottom right hand corner, of the towards the bottom right hand corner of the counter here. So I'm pulling up on it. I know that's a very rough description. It's the best I can figure out how to do. It's very hard to describe camera and phone positioning with certain things. Pulling up on it. A little bit to the left. Camera. Record a question. Again, a, at least six inches. Otherwise, you don't get enough viewing area. Let's hit the record button. Record button. What's in this can? Okay. Send button. Back button. Twitter. Switch button. Oh, there's our send. sources. Button. So I'm double tap send. Please wait while your question is sent. So again, I pressed double tap on the record button, spoke my question, and double tapped again, um, again without getting any voiceover feedback. View answers. Okay. View new answers as they View arrive. View new answers as they arrive. Um, 
With cans, I'm not sure if it's better to hold the can in the phone or place the can on the counter. I'm not sure. I haven't figured out yet. Cans are really hard um, to use with barcode scanners as well. Back. In progress. View answers. So, VizWiz doesn't know anything yet. Select new answer sources. View answers. Back. In progress. View answers. New answers available. Okay, new answers available. Can you turn it to the left a little? I think it's dull. So fruit. Web worker. Okay, so he says, can you turn it to the left a little? I think it's dull. Fruit. Um, to the left a little. So when I had it oriented like Answers this. Can't, can you turn it to back? Can't see label clearly. Can needs to be rotated counterclockwise. Web worker. View answers. So let me orient it the way I had it. It needs to be turned counterclockwise. So it needs to be turned like this. Okay? Let's turn So we got one possible and one I just don't know. So let's try that again. Select sources. Back. Button. Record a question. Record a question. Back. Button. Take camera. Button. I'm going to hold the can up this time, and I'm going to pull it away from the phone about six inches. Camera. Record a question. Use the record. And I had the tab. This time, I had the tab facing directly away from me on the pop top, and I was holding the can in my right hand and the phone in my left. So let's record a question. Record button. What's in this can? And I double tap. Always very clear about what I'm doing so that uh, to reinforce uh, reinforce what's going on. So I'm going to double tap the send button, which again I found in the lower right hand corner of the the iPhone's touchscreen. Please wait while your question is sent. Always good to learn the shortcuts if you can use them. If you can have enough spatial awareness to utilize the shortcuts, then you don't have to go flick, 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 left and right. View answers. Not the, new answers as they arrive. You know, certainly that's okay to do, but the more practice you get with the device and the more, uh, the more you use it, the more efficient you will be and the more productive you will feel. New okay. answers available. So there are answers. Dole crushed pineapple. Web worker. <laughs> How about that? Dole crushed pineapple. Back. Dole answers. That was very, uh, very clear, wasn't it? All right, so, and those are cans, and, and cans are notoriously difficult. So um, if we were um, needing to find something in a hurry, we could do this, right? It's not realistic. It's taking about 30 seconds, 45 seconds to get an answer. Um, that's certainly better than, um, you know, trying to find a sighted neighbor or something like that, someone like that that you don't know, trying to deal with all of those uh, situations that you have when you're just uh, trying to get a little bit of help with something. I'm going to try a couple of other things here. Let's... Let's find out. This is a box. I already know what kind of coffee this is, but let's test it out and see what. Record a question. Back button. 
Now, if I'm taking a picture of the box, I'm taking a picture of the top of the box of this box. If I'm taking a picture of the t- if, of the correct part of the box, this will be easy. Box is oriented vertically, you know, oriented uh, with the opening towards me, and it's uh, the it's long ways um, going. Uh, you know, towards me and away from me. It's not horizontal, it's vertical. It's on, sitting on the counter. So I'm going to pull the phone about six inches away from the top of the box and slightly to the left. Double camera. tap the camera button. Record a question. Back button. Again, record is record. in the lower right corner of the screen. Double stop, tap. Stop recording a question. What is in this box? Double tap. Select sources and send. Send button. Hit send your again in the, to the web. lower right corner of the screen. Double tap. Please wait while your question is sent. Okay. And right now it's uploading. As I'm sure you, you would surmise. View answers. View new answers as they arrive. This app requires internet access. So if you're using, you know an iPhone, then you can use either your cellular 3G connection or you can use Wi-Fi. You have choices. If you have an iPod Touch 4, it's got to be Wi-Fi. You don't have 3G. And if you have an iPad 2, then you may or may not have a choice depending on whether your iPad has a cellular connection on it, depending on which iPad you got. So there are your choices for devices and connectivity. Uh, It says there are answers. Let's flick to the right. Green Mountain Coffee, Web Worker. Back. Okay, it says it's Green Mountain Coffee. In progress. But it doesn't Green Mountain tell me which kind. Green Mountain, back, in progress. Green Mountain, view answers. View new answers as Green Mountain Coffee, Web Worker. So it doesn't tell me, I mean, it, it does tell me that it's coffee and not a box of something else. Back. I'm going to check and see if there's answers. any new answer. Green Mountain, back. Okay, only one answer. So I'm gonna hit. Answers available. Wait, Green Mountain Coffee. Green Mountain Coffee. Web Worker. Okay. So I'm gonna hit back. I'm gonna take a Select picture of the back. front of the box. Record a question. Back. Which I suspect Button. might actually have. Take a photo. The answer we're looking for. Take a new photo. I'm going to again. I'm uh, I'm putting the phone in front of the box. Camera. Button. And then I'm gonna take pull it away about six inches. Camera. Record a question. Use the record button to record. Button. Double tap. What's in this box? Select sources and send. 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 Button. Please wait while your question is sent. I've done this a few times. I don't need to remind you about that, I don't think. View answers. View new answers as they arrive. And we'll, after this, we'll do one more thing. Back. View answers. Back. In progress. Back. New answers available. Green Mountain Coffee. I can't see the whole label. Web worker. Back. Button. Okay. View answers. That person can't see the whole label. There is a label. I see it. Um, 
I'm going to um, try to line this up a bit better. Green Mountain, back. View answers. View new answers as they... Green Mountain Coffee. I can't see the whole label. Web worker. Back. As I've done on other presentations before, I have to credit Nancy Miracle from Digital Miracles, um, the maker of Digit Eyes, uh, for helping me learn how to use a camera phone correctly, at least somewhat correctly, uh, because um, I was really, really struggling with it. <laughs> In progress, back, greet, you answer. And I was like, digitize doesn't work. But the problem was none of my other camera apps that I was trying were really working very well either. So she back. explained back. it to me, and I got so digitized to work back. a little back. better, and I got a bunch of other apps Record to work question. way better. Back. So I'm hitting the back button three times. Take a photo. Um, camera. I'm going to try this again. I'm going to try to line it up better. Pull back. Camera. Record a question. Record. Button. What's in this box? Okay. Select sources and send. Send. Button. Please wait while your question is sent. Okay. And, you know, it, you can see that the processes are fairly quick. It's already uploaded the... View new answers as they arrive. ...picture. And uh, we'll wait for it to say that some new answers have arrived. New answers available. Flick to the right. Green Mountain Coffee. I tensions. Back. Button. In progress. Back. Green. View answers. Green Mountain Coffee. I tensions. I'm not sure that it's going to be more specific for us this time. But I want to know what New kind of available. coffee I have. Green Mountain Coffee. I tensions. Back. But it says the brand is Green Mountain Coffee. Move down to see the rest of the label. Web worker. Move down to see. Okay, so. Good. I'm getting descriptions. I'm getting descriptions. Um. It's a green of what I can do to improve the situation. It says view answers. So that is that is one benefit to say using just using Omobi to do this, because Omobi doesn't give you information like that, uh, but but VizWiz does. It says the brand is Green Mountain Coffee. Move down to see. I'm going to try this one more time. I'm going to take their advice. Back button. Back button. Camera button. Take a photo. So let's uh, move down a little bit, and I'm going to pull back. Camera. Record a question. Record. Button. What's in this box? Send. Button. Please wait mm -hmm. while your question is sent. And of course, you know, you're getting more efficient. You want you to know the steps. I'm demonstrating that you can... Uh, you know, very quickly find the buttons, double tap them without having to listen to every prompt. And that is as it should be with any app, I think. View new answers as they arrive. Answers available. It's too close. Please back. It's too close. 
Please move further away from the label okay. so we can see the rest of it. Web worker. Back. So, Button. again, guys and gals, camera technique. Gotta have good camera technique Record for this. Um, and as you can see, I, I am certainly not even perfect, and I've had an iPhone for a while. Um, going to pull back. It says I was too close. I'm going to line it up. Right now I'm lining up the left hand, uh, left side of the phone with the left side of the box. And then I'm going to pull back. Camera. Record a question. Use the record button to record a new question. Back. Button. I think I'm going to take a different, take a another photo. photo. So I'm going to do take this. I'm going to do this. Camera. I'm going to move back. Take a new photo. And then down a little bit. Camera. Record a question. Use the record button to record a new question. Record. What's in this box? Select send button. Please wait while your question is sent. Okay. Boxcar. So we Keep have we have answers. Box. Green Mountain Coffee. I tensions. I see the words caramel vanilla cream, but can't see the rest of the label still. Web worker. Okay, so it says I see the words caramel vanilla cream, but still can't see the rest of the label. That's fine. I got the answer I needed. Put that back where it goes. I'm gonna try one. Uh, gonna try a couple more things. Actually, let's just do one more thing here. Put this one back. Do one more thing. Let's do one uh, one more bottle. Um, one more tall-ish bottle. Back. Back. Button. Back. Button. Back. Button. Camera, camera, button. Take a new photo. So I'm going to line it up with the, this is one of those very um, wide bottles. It's a very wide bottle. So it, uh, I'm going to take a picture of the front of the bottle, what I think is the front of the bottle. I've lined the phone up slightly to the left of center and then pulling back about six inches. Camera. Okay. Record a question. Record. Button. What's in this bottle? Select sources and send. Send. Button. Please wait while your question is sent. View answers. View new answers as they arrive. Murphy oil soap. I tensions. Ah. Back. Murphy's oil soap. How about that? You answers. So we got Murphy oil back. Okay, so we had to work on a couple of them a little bit, but we are um like 
Four out of four. We got answers on all four of these items. And other people have done some amazing things with it. They said they took a picture of a TV screen and got, you know, got some answers. We got some descriptions of what was going on on the TV screen. Um, just all kinds of amazing things. So I just focused on kitchen items. I hope this was a helpful podcast. It's VizWiz. Visit their website at vizwiz.org, V-I-Z-W-I-Z.org. You can search for VizWiz, V-I-Z-W-I-Z, in the iTunes store. It's a free app. So I hope all of you blind and visually impaired people out there who have an iPhone 3GS, iPhone 4, iPod Touch 4th generation, or iPad 2 will get and try this free app. You will love it. That's it for the Blind Access Journal podcast for today. I'm out of here. Goodbye for now. Catch you later. This is Daryl Shandro signing off. That concludes this edition of Main Menu. We trust you've enjoyed the program. On behalf of the entire Main Menu team, I'm Jamie Pauls wishing you and yours a great week.